Have you ever been scrolling your feed and seen a story about a teacher who started a classroom business and thought, I can do that? Well, guess what? You can. Welcome to The Noodle Nook, a podcast for teachers where we break down the best tips, tricks, and tools to help educators teaching students with complex access needs and significant disabilities, including autism. I'm Io, your host, and I help teachers create the classroom of their dreams with practical strategies and actionable steps that won't leave you feeling overwhelmed. Let's jump into this episode. Okay, first up, a little disclaimer. I've run a student coffee cart, and I think it's a fantastic way to teach life skills and entrepreneurialism and responsibility and team building. Like, there's so many benefits to running a coffee cart in your classroom. But when I see these articles, these inspirational articles online, I feel like the one thing they fail to do is talk about all the lead up to the cart. (laughs) All the work that you have to put in to make this thing a success. Believe me when I tell you that you aren't going to wake up one day and go, I think I'm going to start a coffee cart today and have that thing operating tomorrow. It's just not feasible. But I don't want to discourage you because again, I have seen some profound benefits to students who were able to operate a coffee cart as part of a classroom business. And I know I am my own personal success story, but I have seen others be so supremely successful and have students become better at communication and social skills and academic skills like money management. It's just kind of insane that we don't incorporate these more in our classrooms. So if you have the opportunity to start a coffee cart, I highly suggest it. All right, well, for this uh, podcast, we're gonna talk a little bit in detail about the seven steps that you will probably have to follow in order for your coffee cart to be a success. We're gonna break down the process, seven easy steps. I mean, you know, I can tell you in seven easy steps. They're a little bit harder to implement, but it can be done. All right, step number one, you have to get your admin's approval. Sometimes this is the hardest step. (laughs) Before you start planning your menu and setting prices and getting all your students aprons, the first thing that you need to do is make sure that your admin is on board. Partially because most campuses and districts have very strict guidelines about how you can collect money as part of uh, campus hours. So it, it can be especially true if they classify your business as a fundraiser or program income. There are such strict guidelines and rules as to what you can do with the proceeds. So before you even get yourself all jazzed up, I suggest you start with your department chair or administrator and ask how or if you can start this cart. Um, And they may designate a staff member as a specific contact for you, who is the person you're going to report to and keep tabs of profits and how much money you are holding onto or turn money over to on a daily basis. So make sure that you do that. Another thing to remember here is that if your campus serves breakfast or lunch, there are probably extra rules in place about if you can sell food items and the times and people that you can sell to. You may find that you are not able to serve during lunch hours, even though you aren't in the cafeteria. Or you might find out that you can't serve cups of coffee all day 
to the students. <laughs> Hashtag caffeine. Um, so your campus admin may have some limits as to what your cart is able to do. They might tell you, hey, it's great that you run it. You can't run it during first period because of breakfast, but you can run it second period and third period. Or maybe you are only able to sell certain days of the week, like just on Tuesdays. Whatever it is, check with your admin before you get started. I love to send a formal letter and a little bit of a plan so that they know that this is the intent of my new project, what we're going to do with the proceeds, what skills I think it's going to build. And I feel like that is a great way to prime your admin into saying yes, as opposed to just catching them in the hallway and asking. And I also think that when you send that formal request, it becomes a really great thing to add to your teacher portfolio to show off during evaluation time. Win-win. All right, second step is to, after you've gotten your approval, start to mastermind that menu, yeah? Like what are you going to serve? Crepes and omelets, hold up here. <laughs> there is a lot of I could in starting with the menu, but have you, you have to really think about what the I should is. The goal here is to build social skills and money skills and job skills. And cooking skills might not be part of it. I actually have done both where we have served hot food on our breakfast cart and we have served prepackaged food on a coffee cart. And I am not going to lie, the prepackaged food was so much simpler. Now, we did get to a point where we did do cooking. We pre-made muffins and packaged them individually and that way we could sell them during the cart. But we really had to be thoughtful about this and not do it all the time, but once in a while for special occasions, because it can get really overwhelming really, really fast. So really think about what your students are capable of in this moment and not just what they will be capable of, capable of down the road. I say that because I remember one year we had a coffee cart that did not serve hot beverages until like November <laughs> because in August, um, scalding hot water was just a disaster waiting to happen. So remember your menu has to meet the needs of your students, not just the cravings of the people you plan to serve. Whew, okay, the next step is decide on your delivery model. And again, I've done it both ways here. I have run a cart that the cart goes out physically into the school to specific areas that were designated. For us, we went to the attendance office and the main office and to teachers in the conference room during their conference period. And while we were out in those spaces, we would sell to teaching staff only. We could not sell to students. So teaching staff only. And we were physically there with the cart. We had to ask if people wanted to place an order and kind of do the whole thing. I have also run a cart where we've run the entire cart from our classroom and teachers or staff in the building would fill out a Google form to order their uh, beverage and snack if they chose, and we would deliver it to their classroom. So a little bit of like coffee cart DoorDash. <laughs> and I've done it that way. I have also run a coffee cart where we just stayed in our classroom and anytime during the day, a staff could, member could come to the room and place an order and we would fill it. So there's a lot of different delivery models here that will support the same set of skills. It just depends on your instructional setting and what would work best. So really think about your delivery model. Number four is decide on the jobs and start pre-training. 
If you can break down your coffee cart into as many jobs as possible, it's the best way to incorporate all of your students into the class business. You don't want to just kind of pick your two or three most capable students and give them all of the work. You want to make sure that every student has a part. Students with mild, mildly presenting disabilities, students who struggle more with more complex access needs, all of your students should be involved because it is a classroom-based business. So be inclusive, which means really thinking about what jobs you're going to have students doing and as early as possible in the school year, starting to train them on those jobs. Number five here is to start small and expect failure. <laughs> failure feels like a four letter word, but truly it isn't, right? I was recently in a classroom with a teacher who was just starting out and they planned on taking their cart out the very first week that they were starting back to school. And I, I was like, hold on hold on. <laughs> I'm about to have a panic attack just listening to your plan. You start small. Start very, very small. You might find that the first week you go out, you are just going to take one or two students at a time on different days so that everybody gets a turn out and you can see how it's going to go. You might decide that for the first few weeks, you don't go out at all. You just work inside of the classroom on pre-teaching skills. You might decide that the first time you go out with a coffee cart, the only thing you sell is bottled water <laughs> because you're not ready for coffee and tea and hot chocolate and all the things. The point here is students are going to struggle with this when it first starts because it's new and different and challenging, which is exactly what we want. But don't expect to start huge right away. Make sure you're ready to start small and build up as you go through the year. Build up as your students develop better and better skills because they will improve with just a little bit of time, right? And don't be surprised if you come back to class with like sweaty pits, an eye twitch, and some very tired students because there's some stamina that goes <laughs> into operating this coffee cart as well. All right, number six, take a look at what is selling. Take a look at what is working, refine what you're doing with your coffee cart, and then slowly start to expand it. We decided at one point with one of my carts to start selling fruit. So we would offer oranges, apples, and bananas. Well, the first few times when we went out to the store to purchase these things, we purchased in bulk, and that was great. And what we realized very quickly was nobody bought the oranges but everybody bought the bananas. So over time, we refined our menu to meet the needs of our customers, which is a whole process that my students were very involved in and enjoyed trying to, fig trying to figure out. So have a plan to refine and expand so that you can meet the needs of your clientele and make a little extra money. Which brings us to step seven, have a plan for your profits. Now, I personally have found over and over and over again that a coffee cart is a very profitable classroom business. Very profitable. <laughs> if you choose the right products and really examine your overhead and keep it pretty low and buy materials and supplies that are super cost effective, you can make a pretty good profit operating a coffee cart. And I can tell you right now, there there's so much possibility and what you can do with that profit. Now I have a complete coffee cart setup digital download available 
Uh, just check out www.noodlenook.net and search for coffee cart and you should be able to find it. It has a few ideas of ways for you to save money so your profit margins are a little bit higher. But one of the first things that we did in my classroom with our profits was have a party. <laughs> we had a pizza party. We ordered the cookie pizza on top of everything else. My students were elated. And honestly, it made them work harder because they knew that when they were out there working hard, they got to benefit. They got to basically get paid for what they were doing. So they were learning and getting a benefit, which was fantastic. I have um, supported teachers with a coffee cart who actually worked on paying dividends to their students. So basically at the end of the term when profits were calculated, any profits were divided amongst all of the students who contributed and they would take those profits out and go shopping. So the students could buy whatever they chose to with their hard earned dollars on a field trip out to the mall. Um, I've also known people who've taken trips to movies or out to eat with their students using the profits. Otherwise, you can always reinvest in the business, especially in the beginning, buying a second coffee pot or thermos, getting additional materials and supplies. The key here is just to make sure that your campus administration is well aware of where the money is going and you are keeping receipts on everything. Communication, especially when it comes to money in schools, is critical to keeping your business operational. So there you have it, seven steps that you can follow to get a classroom coffee cart started. And remember, this model also works for a snack cart or a breakfast cart. We, I have operated a coffee cart that didn't serve any coffee, it just served bottled waters, soda, and bags of chips. Honestly, you can make this enterprise whatever it needs to be to support your students, to, to bring in income and, and money into your program and to honestly help your students get better prepared for their vocational future. And every once in a while, enjoying a little pizza party. <laughs> so if you have ever thought about starting a classroom coffee cart or enterprise, you know, I highly suggest you think about it. The benefits to students are so profound and you can read all about that on my blog. Before we wrap up, I want to invite you to join the tens of thousands of other teachers just like you who are getting valuable tips and insights right in their inbox. By subscribing to the Noodle Nook newsletter at www.noodlenook.net slash inbox, you will stay in the loop and keep those teaching gears turning. So hop on over and join the community today. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss out on any more great content, be sure that you hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to us. All right, y'all, it's Ayo here at Noodle Nook reminding you to stay strong and teach on.